This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday week. Grab a pint, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Right then, hello and welcome back. After a brief hiatus once again, uh, that was my fault because I was moving house. I've moved further across the south, across the south coast uh, to even further away. So, uh, so that's nice, isn't it? Uh, my name's Dan Fudge. Tonight we've got the uh, the all white male choir. Uh, we've got Simon, we've got Ash, and we've got Dave. They're all with us this evening. How's it going, chaps? You all all right? Yeah, good. Thank you. Um, Ash, you're on a bit of a self-imposed booze ban at the minute, aren't you? That's going to be a shit lockdown for you, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, no, it's. Uh, I think the last lockdown that uh, 1.0, I uh, I may have overindulged, so I thought I'd go the opposite way and be teetotal. God, that, um, sounds, that sounds shit, mate. Yeah, I know, but well, it's not. It's not like the the results are going up, aren't they? So uh, it's not like I'm going to drown my sorrows. Well, that's it. So um, we'll we'll get right into that. So just to briefly catch us up, it's uh, bonfire night. Uh, it's day one of lockdown, so uh, you know Simon's on the swills already, uh, brew dogging away, and uh, and Dave's going to get John Armstrong. Is that right? I always do. <laughs> <laughs> just the way I roll. Uh, sorry, just just a quick disclaimer. That wasn't me saying that John Arts gets drunk on the regs. That's uh, that's how <laughs> how drunk Dave gets when he's speaking to John Arts. So uh, you know, I'm just <laughs> speak for yourself. Me and John have had a few ones on the side, a few drinks together. <laughs> Ah, but but just on a side note, he has got something to celebrate because they did win last week, didn't they? In the uh, was it is it the National League One Championship? Yes, yeah, they, they triumph. Yeah, so big up to Big John and uh, his team. Well done. Oh God, are you guys just following his team now? Have you become sort of like little mini fans of of his team. Eight, eight, no, he's part of the Wednesday family, so we're all. We're all Wednesday, aren't we? So uh, we follow him wherever. Yeah. As, as the star always likes to point out, ex-players, don't they, when they do well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it gives us something to write about. But anyway, yeah. let's let's get past all that. Let's uh, let's talk about um, the three of the uh, worst <laughs> the worst results that we've had uh, in recent memory, if I'm honest. So, um, so Dave, I'll come to you first. Now, the if if you were to show me the um, the fixture list at the start of the season, 
and they, you looked at it and, 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 you know, we had that first month that was a bit ropey and then we were sat there going, we should pick points up in October, you know, Wickham, Luton, Rotherham, we should be able to pick points up there, shouldn't we, Dave? 100%. I think with the way it started uh, in terms of the fixtures, away at Cardiff, um, Bristol City, there was plenty of games there where you thought, irrespective of the, the points deduction, they were going to be Difficult games to get anything from. We obviously got some. We got a good result away at Cardiff, uh, and you thought if we can get through to that that run of games, you fully expected uh, ahead of ahead of them. Even even after the Brentford game, you fully expected. Well, look, we can get seven points. We can get nine points from that, um, and that's not necessarily with any uh, unnecessary sort of negativity towards those teams. They're the games you expect to be winning, um, and it's it's. Uh, well, we know what unfolded, didn't we? It's dog shite, absolute and utter. And we forgot to play football. We forgot how to play as a team. We forgot how to um, graft out a victory. We didn't have any performance in us. It was everything shite and then some more all thrown together for three consecutive games. Absolutely. Now, D- Simon, you must have you must have sat there and thought we'd at least score a goal. I mean, was it was it them playing well or was it us playing shit? I I, I like this question because I you know it, it's a game of opinions and stuff like that, and and you know we're getting charged X amount for it for and don't forget you know we'll come to Chancery in a bit, but you know uh, Premier League prices for Premier League football I think was the uh, was the, the, the phrase that was coined. Um, did, did you see a glimpse of Premier League football in any of those games? <laughs> Not at all. Um, going back to what Dave said, you looked at that run of fixtures at the start, and you you, you thought that that this that run of three was where we were going to, and I think we all thought it was going to end up on plus points after those three games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was it was like when the fixtures list came out, it was yeah. like yeah we're all on minus twelve, yeah. and uh, we looked down the list and thought October is going to be a big month. We're going to be there, and and yeah. You got you got three you got you got two teams out of those three that have just come up Wickham and Rotherham okay, and then you got Luton who pretty much held on the the last season by the skin of the teeth right stay up, so you, you would say out of those three games you would want at least seven points. Let's not go for nine. Let's not be greedy. Seven points okay, so yeah yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being greedy. Fuck it. That's what we wanted. Yeah, well that got you far, didn't it? Anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> You, you go into those games, and I watched the Luton game, and I follow, and and I sat there and watched that, and and we basically went into the game with no game plan. Um, we we sat back, we didn't attack them, we let them come at us, and uh, they scored a goal, then set, shut up shop, and we just couldn't score at all. Um, the Rotherham game, I didn't watch the Rotherham game. Um, but I looked at the statistics and and they make really, really bad reading. We had two shots on target through the entire game. They absolutely battered us. They'd not won a game all season in that league. And then they played us and they battered us. They absolutely it wasn't it wasn't even a fluky 3-0 win. They, they we didn't turn up. You know, we did yeah, not turn up. Yeah. Now, do you remember? Do you remember when we played um, the 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 unwashed from the other side of City when Carlos was manager, and Carlos said that that it's any game, it's just a normal game. But all the fans that filled that stadium knew 
that it was meant more than a game. It it, it, it was a derby for us, uh, and a derby we have to win. And I know we don't say Rotherham is a derby, but 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 to them it's their cup final, and to to do what they did to us and beat us three 0 out of the three games, the the Luton game and the Wiccan game, which we'll move on to in a second, that one hurt the most because they that was the biggest dis- loss to Rotherham ever. Yeah, and they destroyed us. They did mm-hmm. destroy us. It wasn't as if it was a close win or a jammy. I think I think did they not win a few seasons ago at Hillsborough um, when Warnock was manager? But it was like two one or something. But that was played us off the park. Mm-hmm. Made us look, excuse my French, fucking shit because mm-hmm. we were right. It's a technical term that one. Sorry. No, that's a technical term. You know, and 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 then we, we we look at that and and I sort of liken this to when we played Wigan last season Wigan were absolutely shocking I drove over um, with some work colleagues and we watched watched the Wigan game and I remember the podcast and we were like they were abject they were absolutely awful and I remember Ash saying can't get any worse than this next game it's got to be that kick up the arse and then we go into Wickham Wickham had not won a game they were the they were the the the, the team in in our league that were getting kicked every weekend and you think, right, OK, they've had the kick up the arse now. We've played Rotherham, they've had the kick up the arse. And they'll go into that. This team hasn't won a game, conceded 12 goals, and we lose 1-0. <laughs> it's like a case of, hey, you, are you losing football matches on the ranks? Well, take two of these Sheffield Wednesdays. They will sort you right out. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, know, you know, when a team, when a team hasn't won all season, right, depending on whether it be nine games, 20-odd games, whatever, and then they go, oh, next feature's Wednesday. That's three points on the board for us. Yeah. I remember a few years ago we played Crystal Palace. They'd not won a game all season, and we played them, and they beat us, and they went up that season. You know, And, and we seem to have this fantastic ability to play a team that is dog shit, can't score a goal, can seize left, right, and centre, and then we go in. I mean, against, against Wickham, right, we had 72% play 72 percent play we have three shots on target yeah. three shots on it's target. what got me on that side was the seven seven completed crosses from 42 i mean that's just that's mental isn't it we've got we've got players there who are not performing who, it's like somebody's got all the buttons wrong on fifa do you know when you're playing it and you somebody's mix, yeah. like mix all the buttons oh, up instead of pressing cross yeah yeah, that, that's what's basically happened. Every time we try to this, shoot, we just crossed it, and it was like, no, whoa, whoa. Well, they spilt the tizer over it. They spilt the tizer over it, and then let it dry on the radiator, and then some of the buttons stick slightly. Yeah. Tizer. Tizer. How old are you? Right. I was going to say, you're showing the rate. You're aged. <laughs> this, right? You know how old I am. He's a P1 and 6 for it off the guy that used to come around off the knuckles, yeah. man. Why is sticking? Why is sticking? Why is sticking? It might be Tizer. It might be something else. But, you know, <laughs> this, this, this is, this is well, you know, Adam Reach and Kadeem Harris. We used to, I remember years ago, we used to moan about JJ. JJ went out wing, boom, Greyhound out wing, cross, and overstand yeah. landing on Leppings Lane. This is what it was. We've got players now who are earning five times as much as JJ did. You know, and and you look at that, and these guys can't cross a bloody ball into into the box. You know, and then we've got, I know Victoria is in madly in love with Patterson, but you know what? He is dog shit. <laughs> he gives dog shit a bad name. I've stood him oh. worse than him. He's garbage. I, <laughs> Sorry, I, I mean, I, he, this is the thing. It's not my fault. 
He's absolutely <laughs> dog shit. He's garbage, right? He's not a footballer. I don't know what he is. He's Sean Bean practicing to be a footballer <laughs> for the next when you know the next bloody when Saturday comes. I don't know what he is, but he's not a footballer, right? Go on, Ash. Go on, Ash. What's, I, I, what's I, your Obviously, like we've we've gone on a get by the games, but the the telling thing, the the results were poor, the the play was poor, everything about it was the three these three games was poor, the stats, uh, and the chances not created, not converted, and yes, I'm I'm I think everyone knows my thing, and I'm going to get blasted for it all over social media, no doubt, but hey ho, but yes, the strikers are playing poor, they're not scoring. I think Dave, you said uh, on the group chat, or I don't know if it was Twitter, something said that we're relying on a set piece goal. We haven't scored a set piece, a yeah. one by a non set piece goal for, since the opening day or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, that's right. Well, Jesus. in the league, guys. Yeah, in the, in the, yeah, sorry, in the league. Mm-hmm. So oh, was that since Windows scored on the first day of the season? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the only goal we've scored that's not been that's a set piece. That's the only piece. goals. Yeah, because the winning... one was the Birmingham one. Yeah, oh, so, that is a problem. So he's brought in, now he's brought in Patterson, Marriott, uh, Kachunga. I, I don't even, well, yeah, yeah, less said the better. That, yeah. And they are shit. All, I, I'm Kachunga scored one, Patterson scored one, Marriott's not even shot at a shot. No, he's been he, gashed, he, hasn't he? He's absolutely, he looks overweight, he doesn't look like he's bothered, he can't run. He can't shoot. Hey, it. Got a I, nice I think, man bun now. He does have a oh, lovely man bun. And I think you're forgetting, Ash. But, Once he's scored but, 10 goals, he gets to go back. Um, so well, it looks like ah, we're stuck with him. Oh, shit, yeah. But, but, then, but then if they're not getting the service, like we've just mentioned about the crosses, uh, the supply from the wide, but I don't... Uh, Bannon, we should have sold him. I'm saying it now. We should have got the money for him because... He is not producing. He's supposed to be the captain. He is not even doing the Sky Sports thing when he's been on Sky Sports the other week against Rotherham. He's been awful. And to top it off, getting in the team of the week this week has just made me piss myself. Well, I'll tell you what. A penalty, and he made one good pass for the actual penalty. Yeah, yeah. The, That's the, it. The entire... The entire team has, has properly, properly the, let us down. The only one... Absolutely properly let us down. The only one, I, I think, who hasn't let us down and it's not his fault he's injured is, is Luongo. Mm-hmm. Oh, when, when he's played, yes. he's played and he's made a big difference in the centre mid. When he's not yeah. been there and pff, the midfield has been abysmal. There's no other combination of midfielders at the moment that inspires any confidence when Luongo's not in there. And I appreciate Pelopesi had his best game in like his Wednesday career the other day, but yeah, Luongo yeah. and yeah. anybody looks competitive. Anybody but, else, any other two combination, nah. But but, but when, when when one game Pelopesi uh, looks like one game, it, it, as I think uh, Dan's favourite saying is, one swallow doesn't make a summer. Make a summer, absolutely so, right. But yeah, so he's had one good game, but then. Is not being anywhere near the, the, the player that we needed to yeah. either be a backup to a long Luongo's been out or at the side of him. If Pelopes is in that next game, you've got no confidence he's going to replicate the good performance, you're just nah. expecting another crap performance. Mm-hmm. Well, you haven't yeah. with the whole team though at the minute, yeah. Dave, have you? You're right, I mean, you're right. 
we'll, we'll get on to the next game, but obviously we're on about the, the, the horror show that's been over Halloween and, and, uh, and stuff. But the, the, the whole team, uh, we've had red cards, we've had ill discipline. We, I mean, it's not what we want, especially at the back. When we we've had injuries, we've we've had well, uh, we, well, we've got injuries, haven't we? We've got everything. It's, it's and, bit... you know, we we did only lose one nil to Luton and Wickham, and you know, take your positives from that as you will. No. Uh, also, my um, apologies if you heard any background noise there, folks. If you're listening and we're coming in your ears, uh, I've just opened a particularly leery beer. And uh, I had to snap my headphones down. And uh, it's that Wednesday beer that Ash got me for my birthday. It's lovely. Ah, good old Thornbridge. Nice, nice isn't it? It's bloody lovely, honestly. Shout, got... out, shout out to Thornbridge. Old time. Yeah, yeah. Thornbridge. If they want to sponsor the pod, so they can... Yeah. I'm, on the North, I'm on Northbridge tonight. Um, Jim. Jim yeah. Harrison. I'm on North... So if you listen to Jim, we're more than welcome. If you don't want to sponsor us, can we have free beer, please? <laughs> so... um. So let's move on. I'll come to you with the two lads and then because I'm going to make Ash talk about something positive now. After after that last five minutes, I'm going to stitch him up. So, oh, Dave, no. right? We, we've we've had our ass handed to us by Rotherham. We've lost narrowly, but limped through two games against against Wickham and Luton. Here come Bournemouth strolling in. The only unbeaten team in the Premier League. Here we go, kids. This is going to be an absolute roller coaster. And then what happened? Hold my beer, Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my Thornbridge. <clears throat> um, yes, I think it was. Obviously, we've said about the fixtures coming out. We had October. We thought, right, we're going to get. I, I'm not. I was, hopefully, wishing for the nine points out of the three games. Bit wrong there, weren't we? But but if we'd have got seven points or six points, got into Bournemouth, if you're thinking. Now, it's going to be an hard one, that. They've, they're obviously being relegated. They've still kept a lot of their players. I was quite surprised, actually, at that. Their um, parachute payments don't keep it fair, apparently, Ash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so it come along, and I was like, mm, you're all right, then. And, yeah, once again, the, the stats aren't great, but after the horror show we've had, a 1-0 victory, no, no, it wasn't even a nick, was it? Because we did actually play well. Mm-hmm. It weren't even a nick. It weren't like we got a... Well, it was a lucky penalty, but I know you'll all disagree, but I don't think it was. Um, and Bannon put it away lovely. Um, but yeah, it was a good performance, actually. I think uh, I think the their attacking uh, Josh King, it, I mean, caused us some problems, mm. some some great defending. Um, I thought the only... The, I thought Wildsmith did well. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that I thought was a negative, which I never, I've never spotted before, is kicking, is 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 distribution from off the floor. It went out quite a lot, and I was a bit disappointed with that. Is that but, not supposed to be the argument why Dawson kind of gets picked over him? Because for short stopping, I think they're on a par, but I think it's meant to be that Dawson's distribution with his feet is meant to be better. So I think that, that's, that's, that's yeah. always been the argument, hasn't it? That yeah, I think so. Dawson's kicking was better, but I remember. Um, he brought uh, Wildsmith back, back for a few games in that sort of COVID break, didn't he? We had the break and then we came back for a few matches. And, mm-hmm. and I, I thought his kicking improved. I'll be honest with you, I've not watched the Brentford game. I've not had a chance to watch it. But I've obviously followed you guys who were watching it, etc. One thing that massively concerns me once again, which we've already discussed, is the fact that we can't score in open play. So yeah. we 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 can we can play as well or, or 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 as comparatively good as we possibly can, but if we're not scoring an open play and we're relying on penalties and free kicks, etc., what's the point? 
Um, what yeah. also really winds me up is the fact that a number of players who played really well are the same players who in the games three, three, three games previous. So we've got to start looking at why, why, why people aren't performing, why people are performing in some games but they're not performing in others. Um, and then also, definitely, 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 is why are we not scoring? It's, why are it's, we not it's, scoring? It's, it's not only just the fact that we're not scoring. We're not massively looking like scoring. It's it's no. not to do with unlucky or a goalkeeper playing out of his skin. It's no, it's not. But it's making chances chance of No, that's exactly it. No, it's the no, it's, yeah, it's the it's the sorry, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> it's the <laughs> it's the uh, it's the chances created. It's, yeah. it's getting the good. We're not. They're not even getting the chances. The, no. the, the create. The getting in the spaces. And I mean, uh, Kachunga. I just don't. I just don't get it. I really don't. I, I don't see. I don't see what he offers. Uh, and then we're, we're saying in the midfield, the crosses are, are awful. But then in the centre mid, if Barry, if Bannon's not playing well, or if he, well, there's no creativity. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I know Brown's been out for a while, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what I was massive hoping he was going to be the one. Yeah, and I know he's been out, so I can forgive him. But I just can't. I just can't see it. The, the creativity, the the spark in the midfield, anything. I just don't get it. Just I feel like um, the the Bournemouth game was a difficult one. It, it was a weird one actually because here's a team that were absolutely steamrolling teams. They were just knocking them out of the way. You know, they're not conceding any goals. And they were good. You know what I mean? They are a good, solid football. And and King up, up front is and was always going to be a massive handful for us. And I thought that when they came out after the second half, he, he had two two really good chances. We had one where Burner absolutely smashed him all over the park. And and we, we defended really resolutely. And I feel that, that Burner himself... I hope uh, that's going to be a springboard for him because mm-hmm. he started. I think he's not been as terrible because he started very well. Third at Christmas that we keep talking, and then went, pfft, and then absolutely felt a bit. It, 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 it was really good. Yeah, it was the the Hector. It was like Hector who like we've got. Mm-hmm. We didn't we did the was, option there... up of him getting him for free, and he had some some good games. Yeah, but then he, he, you could see he was tailing up for whatever reason if it's. If it's his family not being in England, if it's that's what I'd heard. I'd heard his yeah. family gone back to Germany, so but it, which it can't be good, can it? No, it's going to affect it. It's going to affect yeah. you. But yeah. uh, he has been out of favour for whatever reason. Like if he, if just and he was on the bench when uh, who was it? Some was it uh, Luongo played, didn't he? he played centre back, yeah. and Werner <clears> was on the bench, and it was like everyone was saying, "Well, he must be doing something wrong," or uh, and that, but. Yeah, he had a solid game. Mm-hmm. I thought he did well. This is this is where I'm starting to get. This is where I've got a few concerns about the whole Wednesday thing at the moment. Ahead of what we're going to talk about, Chan series um, is the management team in regards to Gary Monk's thinking about who he's playing and who he's not playing, and 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 who's choosing the team. And and because we seem to be. All right, we've had some enforced changes with people being sent off and, and people being injured. But we were talking the day on our WhatsApp group, weren't we, about Matt Penny, who seemed to be coming into games and playing really, really, really well. And then next minute, he's playing at Stocksbridge for the under-23s. You know, and then there's an interview today from Monk, who seemed to prefer him at the start of the season, all of a sudden saying, well, he's a young kid and I don't want to throw him in. Well, you were playing him at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what the hell's all that about? 
then and then preferring Bernard to sit on the bench and Luongo play yeah. in a position where he's actually better in the midfield. Well, um, we, didn't, we didn't have any we didn't have any defensive cover on the bench the other night against Bournemouth, and then you've got Penny that's at the under twenty threes. Now he went to Germany last last season, got every game. massive massive amounts of uh, game time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and he played well. And, yeah. and what better thing were for a young guy? So I don't yeah. think he's classed as young now. He's got so no. many games, thirteen games now. Absolutely. If if Monk don't fancy him or he's not good enough, well, get rid. Yeah, but when he's played those few first few games at the start of the season, he's played really, really well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah he got, did. We've got we've got Josh Windass, who to me looks like one of the hungriest players to play up front. Mm. And yet, as soon as we sign Patterson and Marriott, he's not even in he's not even in the starting lineup. Yeah, you know so we have. We have Patterson, who looks like he can throw a good throw in, but he's throwing the, he's getting the ball and doing a throw in, which really needs to go to somebody who's a big lump up front. And we've got the big lump up front doing the throw ins. You know, it, 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 sometimes it looks to me like it smacks of a management team who really haven't got a clue of what's going on. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, but you but you say that it, it's the the whole thing was Monk came in. He didn't have his own players. He didn't yeah. have his backroom team with him. Yeah. And he didn't have any uh, transfer windows. He's got all three of them now. Yeah. And to be everyone said, uh, everyone said when the transfer window closed, oh, what great business. I'm sorry, at the minute, it, it looks like he's been done. Because the signings yeah. he's brought in have been shocking up to now. I, I, I think part, I think some part of that is the management and the management style. And, and and what's really annoyed me is that you could play the interviews back after the the Leeds, Rotherham and Wickham games. You could play, you could mix those all three up and they'd all sound the same. From 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 Christmas of this year where we were third in the league, as Steve always says, to to where we went to lockdown and then afterwards the interviews were pretty much like for like, and th- this is a huge problem we have in the in the in, in the football base now. Is do you remember when we had Carlos? Carlos was this fantastic, charismatic Portuguese manager who we all fell in love with within about four or five games, and 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 and, and he got he, you know he got found out in his second season and then into his third. Then we had Josh, who nobody took to because he had a personality of a stamp. And then we have a stamp. Had, yeah. And then we've got Gary Monk, who's got the personality of an envelope, right? <laughs> the two just don't go together, you know. The, 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 nobody's taken to either of nobody's taken to him, so he's not winning the fans over. And then when we're interviewed after these absolutely fucking abject dire performances, he doesn't come across as somebody who gives a shit. No. So the Wick the, the Wickham game. The, the, the big guy who plays for, for Wiccan came across to hook him after the Wiccan game. Now, if I'd been the manager, I would have told him to fuck off. I'd have been getting the players in, throwing You'd teams. You would have told Akin Fenwell to fuck off. You would have told Akin, right, yeah. Very good. <laughs> you know, properly, properly <laughs> saying. If he tells you it's pro- Thursday, it's Thursday. Bloody hell. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have paid for that. In fact, <laughs> shout out the beast. Yeah, to the base. Yeah, but he's Gary's ginger. Gary Monk's ginger. Never take anybody on who's ginger. Doesn't matter how big you are. Ginger's <laughs> love you, right? So, sorry to all the ginger listeners. Oh, fucking hell, I'm going to get shitloads of Anyway, hate mail coming up. Right. So, send it save, to... save this, Simon. Go on, save this. Send it to... Um, 
Vodka Rev, uh, Brighton, <laughs> care of Dan Fudge. Anyway, um, <laughs> the thing is, you know, he, he's there, and there's photographs of him hugging the Wiccan players with a big smile on his face after yeah. his team's lost. Yeah, I think on Twitter, people people mm. did not. Did well, not I'll, t- I'll tell you what, before we. But then speak- again, when we go on to the stuff, uh, the, a snapshot of what you see. And what people report on Twitter is not the whole story, is it? So it's not the whole story, mate. It's okay. Not, well, before it's before we move on to that, then obviously we've got a chance series interview to uh, to talk about. Um, after these three games, uh, especially after the one before the Bournemouth game, I was I very much jumped on the monk out bus. Um, I feel that um, you know Joss had the same one when he, he papered over the cracks with a 3-0 win at QPR, didn't he, before he inevitably got sacked? I mean, that, that gave him a bit of a stay of execution. Do you think that, uh, that that Bournemouth result took a lot, a lot of heat off him and not a bit? Ash? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Dan. I think I was... I've not been a massive fan of him anyway, but obviously he's the manager. You back him, don't you? You've got to. It's your team. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter whoever they bring in. You've got to give them the benefit of doubt. Um, and you've got to back that that manager. Uh, and what, what I think are... I would have said a lot of the supporters after them three results, and you'd have been a muppet not to have thought Monk out after them three results. What about you, Dave? I would say the same. I think he's got a stay of execution. I don't think Chance is interested in getting rid of him, so I think he's here for the foreseeable, and I don't think there's anybody particularly else out there that Chance is interested in. Can you afford to get rid of him, though? Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's always a question. <laughs> and what about you, Si? Are you on it? Are you on the Monk Out bus? Right, Monk Out. Look, I'm a Wednesday fan and I, I support from top to bottom, chairman, chairman down. I try to. But when you look at the sort of um, excuses that the guys brought out and, and, and the regurgitation of, 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 of the same excuses we had, I'd like to show him him to show some humility and and basically say I messed up. I, I, we shouldn't be playing these players. We, we you know just show some bloody passion. And and I, I know Dan, you've had you've had like because of my age, um, you've said some things about uh, am I part of this group or that group? And and you know what I've I've adamantly said no up to after the Wickham game where. I would have said, Gary Megson, come in to Hillsborough, get these lads, bring up Brenner Woods, get that short-arsed hair transplant Scottish git to run up to Grenner Woods, through all the dog shit, right? Run back down and run back up and actually show them that their arses need kicking, right? Never mind throwing a teacup against the wall, Alex Ferguson, all that bollocks, right? Proper bloke who supports Wednesday and saw all these people out, right? Because I'm... And, and that's where I was. I was sat there fuming after the Wiccan game. I didn't watch watch it and I WhatsApp you all and you're all watching it and going to the other. I washed two cars. I washed two cars. I came in and we'd lost against Wickham. Fucking Wickham, right? And, and that was it. I was already forgetting the Ginger Ninja down to Hillsborough and sorting all them idiots out, right? They want to know what Sunday wouldn't have been driving down to wherever me Bentley Bontega. It'd have been Grenner Woods, lads. Come on, up here. You're in up here with me, Jack Russell. Simple, full stop. Fucking hell. I tell you what, Sai, that's it, you see. There is a there is an age of people, there is a group of people of a certain age, and I think they're about 45, 46 now. 
anybody over that age is very much in the get bloody Gary Mengson. <laughs> I wasn't until then. Look, listen to me. Gary Mengson's time. It was great. I loved it. But the thing is, as you know, uh, I know Miguel Liera quite well. And I spoke to Miguel about his time under Megson. And his words were, the mic is dropped, but his words were, fucking hell, he made us run for... I can, sorry, I can only do so... Is, is that Borat? <laughs> yeah, 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 made us run. <laughs> <laughs> <I> like Megson. <laughs> made us run through... Do you want your car watching? No. Do you made us run through woods? And uh, My Spanish accent's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, hey, yeah. He made us run through what I speak Danny. <laughs> Almost as bad as Dave Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> but all he said was about fitness, about trying, about getting people to work really hard. And we've got players who aren't working hard. And then when you've got a manager who's like, well, we've been a bit unlucky and, and you know, we'll try again next week. And they, and it's the same every week. You can understand why fans pick up the phone, go on Twitter and berate. He's not, he's not winning over, is he? You can, but then on the other thing, you, you have the situation with the manager the other week who absolutely tore his goalkeeper a new yes. arsehole and yeah. he got slated for it. He got absolutely slated for it. But then the week after, the keep saved a penalty at a cracking game. So yeah. he's a man he, manager. He, he knew yes. how to do it. Then and then he get, praised him, didn't he, Ash? And, and, and he, he came. He had a good game. He praised him. He did. And then he came on. I think I don't think the manager did, but somebody came on and said, "Look, that's what I did." Oh, he did. He, did. he had an interview, and then he come on yeah. and said, "That's what I did. I did it in public." But now I expect a, a sorry from everyone because they had a go at me. And look at him, and he's not, and he's got gone on huge, to have a couple. But we've got, this, we've got this huge problem at the moment: is none of us are going to football matches, right? None of us are going anywhere now, are we? And 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 we we normally when we sit when we sit on the north stand or grandstand or cop or wherever you sit, Posh you boss. express your emotions by shouting the fuck at the players, don't you? You know, and, and people have a go at when Atty was playing. Atty could be a game of his life, and they'd be everybody have had a go at him. But nobody's allowing to do that, so they're picking the phones up, and now and it's all social media, and it's coming out all that all that aggression and all that pent up frustration is coming through social media, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, like we've got a WhatsApp group for, for the Wednesday week and the stuff that comes out on a Saturday after a match and especially after that Wiccan game, like you said, Dan, it was like, fuck off, Monk. You know, and, yeah. and now we're like... And, that, and that's just Vic's Tinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, actually, I tell you what, that's a, that's a great segue. That, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to, uh, to Chan Series interview. Now, um, I like the way you did that, Sarah. That was good. So you were talking about social media. Uh, now, it, it, unless you've had your head up your ass or not picked up the internet in Sheffield Wednesday internet circles, uh, you will know that uh, Dave Ponchanceri has issued an, an interview. Um, Dave, I really like your, um, your opinion on that, about where he turns up every two or three, six months or whatever. I mean, what, what was it you were saying? In, um, off the back, obviously, we know that this, that obviously, before um, before Chan Series came out for his interview today, we've had this announcement that there's been a the six point, the 12 points have been half to six points. And it's, it's joyous, it's great, it's a fantastic piece of, of news in isolation. Whether or not you're looking at it, whether it could have been more, whether we should have been completely exonerated or what have you, but Chan Series came out and did his interview, which, which we've seen before, but it's infrequent. 
it's, it's painfully infrequent. It's six monthly. It's eight monthly. It's it's not a constant dialogue with with the fans. It's not a constant uh, uh, input of what's happening in the club, where we're at, and what we're doing. And I get that he's got other business interests, and I get that he lives out of the country, but it feels this, this obligation to come and and appease the fans every so often, very very infrequently. And then go on some sort of dances with wolves type epic, where where he started, where he, or Ken Dodd stand up routine for the older listeners, where he starts on one day and goes, "I'm going to finish this interview like three days time." You know, the the, the vote count for the US election's gone faster. <laughs> he wants to answer every single question, and the problem is when he has these forums and he, and he says everybody should have their say, it it, it bloody means it, doesn't it? it? Literally anybody, if you started down with your questions about. Uh, Toyota Salikas and air filters, he would answer every single one. He'd tell you about mildew. He'd tell you about the tallest <laughs> man in Chinatown. He would tell you about anything. And you can't criticise him as an owner for wanting to be transparent and wanting to talk, but little and often, if you're going to mm. talk about your club, yeah. come in and say, right, this is my view for the next three months mm. or whatever. This is where we want to be. And that's it. A quick, short, sharp interview with a journalist, not but with every arsehole. Yeah, yeah more do you think it's, it opens himself up for them them questions that obviously are hanging around about the bigger picture things? If mm. if he did it every couple of three months, a little sit down with one media outlet, then another one. Mm-hmm. Just like Boris does his anyway, coronavirus updates. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> that? Oh, and, you know, I do, he walks I, out I, in front of my ass for that, like. And then, all right, next one, Dom Housen. No. I do <laughs> when you are in the ring. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what Dom Housen <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, then, but then, like I say, it, it's, there's, there's massive questions that always arise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he goes on to try and answer them. But then he gets, I don't, he doesn't get confused, but he goes into stuff without thinking about it because he's... Like no, you said, I think, he I think to... you're right, Ash. I think he preps for about a dozen questions that he knows he's going to get asked. But yeah. I think part of what how he is, the more he keeps, he'll keep on answering. He's not a politician in, in no. no way, shape or form. And when yeah. he keeps getting asked yeah. stupid questions, he will sometimes talk himself down an avenue because he's not prepped his answer. It's and taking, then he can get lost. Taking, you're trying to do too much in, 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 in too little time, isn't he? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, this... The thing about the stadium sale and the EFL charge and so on and so forth should have been addressed months ago, well, right? Yeah. It, 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 that should have been addressed probably after the 12 points to say, yeah, I was at fault, blah, 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 right? But we're going to fight might not been But he might not have been able to. But that's with, the thing. No, no, might, like, might not, no, you're right. Yeah. He might but not. And he could have come out and to. said, but, but they always do, don't they? they? They release a crappy little statement saying, we will make no more comment at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, if he everything. told me that there was a chance that we'd get the six points back or get the 12 might, back and we were progressing. Yeah, of course. I'd be yeah. online all over it going, fuck the EFL, come on, lads. The problem was, I watched the Rob Staten um, interview uh, on, on YouTube. Right? Other interviews are available. And, and, and other interviews are available and I, and I would suggest it is probably the worst. But um, he... he, he <laughs> should say no, that. Big fan, big we fan. Should, we um, should just send Ash and go, what are you bloody doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is that it's, it was a typical way journalists want to be journalists nowadays. Is yeah. It was negative from the very first question to mm-hmm. the very last question. What what Chan Series should have done, and, and many years ago, I went on, a, a, I went on an interview course. I, I worked for a trade association, 
and they train us on how to um, sit in interviews and how to handle questions. And now when I watch politicians and people who are in, in, in power in businesses, etc., I can actually see that media training that they've had come out in regards to handle, how they handle questions. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, our chairman, firstly, because English isn't his first language, right? Um, and and also as well, the people who are dealing with him, 99% have got a Yorkshire accent, which even more skews it and, help, you know, and, and it goes against them. Unless obviously you're the AFL and then you, you blatantly say you can't stand English and you're doing it on purpose and faking it, which is racist, right? So, allegedly. So, mm-hmm. I just, yeah. So, he immediately he's on the back foot. The way he should do it, the way she should be is just turn everything into a positive. Turn yeah. everything into, yes, we understand that, but we're doing this. It's like he did actually try to do it about the sale of the stadium. He said, well, at the end of the day, I own Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. <laughs> And I own the stadium. Do what I, want, you know, I own both of them. So to be honest, but, but I actually paid myself sixty million pounds. Well, that's where the that's where the miscommunication is that we've had, we've suffered Absolutely. for years, isn't it? It is that here, but when it came out, it was oh my god, someone else owns a stadium. Um, um, what's he going to do if he sells up or or this that? And he's done it for a reason. He knows what he was doing, but it's mm. because it's miscommunication from. Mm. Whoever, whoever the communications guy at Sheffield is, if they can't do it, they can't do it. But we always want to know. If but, it's, and, and when you get questions from the media, they're mm-hmm. always going to ask questions. And we know, and I'm sure everyone else knows, that people like the star, Sheff, uh, Sheffield Live or whatever it's called, all those media outlets, are, they cannot ask the questions that everyone wants to know in depth because they're shit scared of not of having the access. access. Because yeah. he will do it. He has probably done it to other people. But, but also that- as well, as you know, with local media, it's 90% of the journals that work for them don't want to work for Sheffield Star. They don't want to work for Radio Sheffield. They want to work for the BBC, as in Andy Giddings now is commentating on Everton versus somebody. Rob Stanton doesn't want to work for Sheffield Star. He wants to work for The Guardian or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so, so it's you're a always going yeah. to go to the next level. So it's always trying to find out. It's always trying to be that um, expose something. So immediately the question is, the, the, the stadium is owned, you know, you've, you've got this secured a loan of 6.7 million. 6.7 million is Chan Siri sticking his hand in his pocket and pulling out his, you know, his wallet. But, well, but it's always that. negative, 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 isn't it? Okay. And, and, yeah. and the trouble is, these media, the, the people, right, if we go to the social media, I don't know whether we're going to discuss that, but if we go to social media, do you remember before Twitter? Do you remember before Facebook? I remember that. Right, okay. You, you used to go in a pub, you used to go in a pub, and there'd be a bloke in the corner. Yeah. Right? So you go to the pub. So I used to live in High Green, and we go to we go to the pub afterwards in, in High Green, sit in the boozer, and there'd be one bloke in there, and we'd be sat around the table chatting about you know, oh, we weren't very good and Pembridge weren't great and this, that and the other. And there'd be a bloke in the corner going, fucking rubbish, Dan, you know, <laughs> fucking rubbish. And, 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 he'd, and he'd stand there and he'd have his audience in front of him. Yeah. And there'd be 10 of us in the pub. Yeah. And then he'd go home and he'd feel satisfied that he's told those 10 people how shit Wednesday were. We now have a group of those people who don't actually go out to 10 people, do they? They go out to hundreds of people, thousands of people. And, and it gets blown, and they take great delight in Wednesday losing 3-0 against Rotherham, Wednesday losing against... And they blow it massively out of proportion. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as, like the inter- like today, you love yeah. it, don't you, don't you, Ash? You absolutely, 
Don't you love? You don't love us losing, but you yeah, love. Ash does have a big shit stirring spoon, doesn't he? Yeah, like, he, he does. yeah, I do, I do, and I oh, nearly said something I shouldn't have then, but <laughs> I, I do, I do, and because I don't feel everything's rosy, and no, it's not. People no. are very short in their thinking, and it was all Chancery out, Monk out, all that, and then when he when he has a good thing, it's oh yeah, he's done this, he's done that, but then today on social media. The interview he's done, people, news outlets, Joe Blogs, Blooming, BB, whoever, take snippets. And yeah. the worst and one was, it. the worst one was, basically, Chan Siri says, we're not a big club. And we need to change our thinking or something, didn't right. we? Right. But if you watch the interview, yeah, he, he references like, oh, this bullshit about yeah. Red Bull. and. Yeah. It was way out of context, wasn't it? It was way Massively. out of context, I think. But the headline grab and mm-hmm. the, the whole thing was he Shantir says we're not a big club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and that's it. That's what, what was, everyone grabbed and everyone took on. And what and, he was trying to say was that Red Bull buying a club, they're the bigger clubs, as in Red Bull will probably go and buy a club in the premiership because then yeah. they've already got a premiership team already. And that's mm-hmm. what he was trying to make out, trying to say was. To be honest, if they have a choice of Sheffield Wednesday or Crystal Palace, for example, they'll buy Crystal Palace because they are already in the Premiership rather than yeah. Wednesday. Okay, and That's what he's trying to say. So what yes. I'm going to do, I'm just going to spend a couple of minutes now. I'm just going to go through some of the points that were raised and you know give, give the listeners a little bit of what was spoken about. And there, there was a great one there that you, you guys just spoke about. He was talking, he, he genuinely doesn't understand where the, uh, where the Red Bull rumours have come from and why would they buy Sheffield Wednesday? To be fair, I agree with him. Uh, you know, we're, we're more of a uh, a monster type of club or, or relentless. Tizer. You know what I mean? Tizer. 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 Iron Brew. Good reference. Hey, Iron Brew. So he's, uh, he was asked about the future of English football. He's worried about that because of uh, COVID. Uh, when it comes to the clarity over the ground deal, um, he essentially went, it's my club, leave me alone. I'll uh, do what I want. If you want to come and buy it, I'll rent it off you. Fine, which, which I did enjoy. Um, that was good. That was good. Chuck a yeah, couple of quid good, in. Yeah. I bet. I, the, like uh, that. I bet that supporters trust were loving that. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's us in. Sixty million to buy the ground and then run it. Don't forget. Yeah. yeah and actually, yeah. bring it up. At, what, yeah. We'll the ground up to standard. I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust uh, Chan Series. Uh, Estate uh, real estate agents for valuation. I'd take me well, out. yeah, but he's not going to want anything less, is he? <laughs> there was um, there was a, a good one where he was asked about the 2018 2019 accounts, uh, about you know why they were late and all the rest of it, and he just went, You'll see soon. <laughs> That's it, all right, pal. Um, now this one was was an interesting one that we that we referenced earlier about the sponsorship deal. Now he said that uh, there was a and this is a huge window, an eight. Or nine-figure sponsorship deal. Now that is a difference. I mean, how many zeros is that? That is a difference between fucking eight. eight. So that's a hundred million pounds and ten million. Or I think the swing is about ninety million quid, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of fucking sponsorship deal are we talking about? What is it? Eight or nine? You absolute crackhead. What's the matter with you? Give or two. Give or take one or two members of Blazing Squad. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the. Um, <laughs> The, the, the interesting thing about that is that he said that the negativity towards him on social media is what scuppered that deal. Now, going back to your analysis, 
Yeah, in it. Let's say that we're back in High Green and there's old Trev sat in the corner yeah. going, um, a bloody rubbish John Sue doesn't know what he's doing. And then you've got a bloke who works on a conveyor belt, uh, you know, for 10, 10 quid an hour. You know what I mean? Not there's all wrong with it, don't get me wrong, but it's not like you're running a football club and you've got a geezer there talking. And, and, and John Sue will cut going, oh shit, you think I'm doing I'm doing this badly? Fucking hell. Well, it's all gone to shit, lads. Trev here. Trev from Mexpra says that I'm doing it shit. It's all off. And it's it, all off. And, and it just happened to be the uh, the Red Bull representative was visiting that pub at the time trying to sell some cans. Going, it. yeah, we want some sponsorship. We're not going to go to that Sheffield Wednesday because no, these the, geezers in Nye Green are slagging yeah. him. Uh, no, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was, do you know, just totally remind you of that guy again, sad, sad Trev next to the puggy in Nye Green saying, I was going to have trials. I was going to sign for Wednesday, but <laughs> politics and all that. Politics got in the way. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was. So no there was a, there was some interesting ones as well. We were talking about a CEO because we don't have anybody running the club. The last one we had was Catherine Mier, who I thought was you could really tell that there was somebody running the club, but you could also yeah. really tell that he was over the back of her all the time, double stamping every decision. So if you're going to have a CEO, let them manage. Um, and it was very obvious that she had her hands tied a lot, and mm-hmm. so that's clearly why she fucked off. Um, and then they were talking about having a sporting director. He doesn't believe in it. They want to have a manager. Fine, you know, some some people have a uh, have a preference on it, but we do need somebody running the club, Dave Pond, while while you're not here. Um, he he said he he kind of supported Gary Monk, but he didn't. He kept referring to him as Monk, which I really enjoyed. Um, mm. You know, and given what we had blessed when Dave Pond first came in, uh, I think he thought he was getting the wrong Monk. Um, <laughs> And then he said, you know, he knows he knows what he needs to do. Uh, we're talking about the uh, point deduction about pushing for the top six, and um, and he says it's only early. Be patient, lads. Well, well, all right. Let's, uh, Dan, you know. Sorry, Dan. Do you think he he knew about the announcement of the minus six plus six or whatever you before he made the announcement that he was going to do a press conference? Uh, like yes. A- yeah. Absolutely, because yeah, yeah. it, yeah. it, it, it's no accident that it was the no. day before, so he no. could walk in like Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of mm-hmm. Wall Street and mm-hmm. go, "Yeah, you're fucking welcome, kid." And, yeah. mm-hmm. and do you think that would have? He, he did that just to obviously he knew he was going to get questions, so he mm-hmm. thought the more questions were going to be about that, yeah, than anything oh, else. Yeah. Like Dave said, he was going to be prepped, and he had things to say about that. Which really didn't really well. He did mention it. He did go on a bit, yeah. but it wasn't the all all of the the interview, no, was it? We had too much to ask him by the time. Yeah. He, but it, it was a case Which of holding out one thing, hand, holding out one hand, yeah. but then going, "Look at this! Look at this here, kids! You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've got a, a jangling." It was essentially the jangling keys moment when the kids are playing mm-hmm. up. Um, he said he, he don't think we'll be relegated. Now these two, I think, are interesting. He said that he had a regret about not selling Fernando Forestieri, which. Yeah. Which kind of like, which was, that's the only time, I'll come back to that. And then Steve Bruce, he's not an honourable man. Um, I'm always straightforward. I told him if you want to leave, he said, of course. I was disappointed he didn't say the truth. Um, And then he said, after that move, I said I would have been happy to support you, for you to go better and go to the Premier League. So why did you need to lie? Um, Mm -hmm. He said I was disappointed because I helped him to get there. I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. And then, and then there's a, there's a really, there's a really interesting one here that he said Chancery went on to admit that he didn't want Bruce as a boss in the first place. He said, "I told him I don't like your style, your English old style." I said, "You can't finish my job." So what'd you give him the fucking job for in the first place? Dave? Do you know what I mean? Now and and wait six months for it as well. 
Yeah. Right, so he might not like his style of play, but that style of play was getting results. Mm. So, um, and it could have, it could, we don't know, obviously, because he pissed off, but it could have been good for the club. We started well, we finished well. We started with well, exactly. I think, so, I think, so, I think that, that holds weight, that holds weight post Carlos, because you could say we've played an attacking brand of football mm. and that's how I want to continue. But post Luke, I, I mean, Jesus Christ, anybody would have absolutely that, wouldn't it? Absolutely. It now, reading between the lines on all of this interview, through everything, through the whole lot, through dissecting it and pulling it apart and trying to read, the only one thing that is not that he, that he actually admits that he got wrong was he, not the people that he has running the club, that he didn't sell Fernando Forestieri. That's the only thing he admits. Everything else is somebody else and somebody else, somebody else. It's Steve Bruce. He's a dick. You know what I mean? Um, Gary Monk, he's not doing what I told him. You know, uh, the, the finances, well, we've got some advice on it. It's somebody else's problem. Everything seems to be an absolute pushing of not me, not me, not me, not me. And, and I'm sorry, Dapon, I just don't trust you. You are a fool. Good night. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't believe you. I think that you have such a controlling influence in this club, that you have such a a nitpicky attitude and that control freak nature. I think that you're so far involved in every single decision and, you know, down to even what beer we're selling the pub. Without I, being there. Without being there. Yeah. I think that's what's yeah. holding us back. We need a CEO. We need somebody running the club. You were talking earlier on about the people that ran the club. You don't know. You're not a football man. You got Glenn Roder in who thought he'd get in the back door to get the manager's job. And then when he realised that Josh Luke had coming over him, he buggered off. Because people in football aren't, as you put it, honourable. So, you know, take some responsibility. You have fucked it up on a lot of occasions here. And the only thing you can admit is, I should have sold that player that was on the slide four years ago. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does anybody disagree? No, no, no. no I, so, I, I, I agree. I agree entirely with you, Dan. But I think the spin and everything that's happened today is the wrong way to approach it. The, the, somebody who runs a business who um, knows how to run a business. And this is the issue, isn't it? He's probably brilliant at selling tuna and, and this, that, and the other, and all these companies. He says in that interview that he's CEO and he never, he never mentions in an interview that actually he never gets any lower than CEO or chairman. He never actually gone, well, yeah, actually yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a manager of. But it um, could be a sweatshop. Like, you know what I mean? We don't yeah, know. Yeah. Don't I mean, they could be making Adidas trainers for three pound 50 or 40 pence. Allegedly. But, Allegedly. Allegedly, don't let that put the sponsor on the But but the thing is, what he never comes out with, which is really, really massively annoying, is he never comes out with solutions. It's always blaming people. And there's no there's no positive there in regards to what we're going to do is we're actually going to do this. There's no we're, plan. Is what there? I mean, there's you know no what I mean you know what have been you know what it, it would have been great is the fact that if he'd gone um you know what we, we you know we we Players now, we're not going to spend because he talks. He talks about players and about money. How much the players cost more in the second season, and we could buy a defender for one million, and then the next season there were four million, so and so forth. You know what would have been great. So what Wednesday are going to do is we're going to, going to invest um, fifteen million in a new academy program. We're going to build a new a new. You know, we're going to go to Dinnington, which is a high. You know, if he'd come out and done stuff like that, then maybe we could say we forgive him for the shit he's done and the mistakes he's made because actually he's learnt 
and, he's and then he's going to move on. And he's not doing that, and that's the annoying thing. I think he's frustrated and that he can't just instantly buy success. And I think he's he's had a rude awakening with it. Yeah, I think that's I think with him being a quite a wealthy man and very successful in his his day to day businesses, I, I think exactly that, Dan. I think that's what he he got a price for Wednesday. Uh, he paid a price for Wednesday, which he thought was reasonable, and he's got all this money, and he wanted to just go boom, 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 boom. But obviously, Premier League, please. Yeah. Premier League, you know, yeah, yeah. But, and you know what? It nearly worked. It nearly worked. It nearly worked. But for more me, Diame. But this is it for every no, 2016. That's it for every 2016 Fernando Forestieri. We had a Papa Shango and what was his name? <laughs> Mamadou Sogo. Yeah, we, Sergio, we, had, yeah. we had a Sergio Bus. We Boos, had a, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it, it just chucked a lot of shit and some stuck. But listen, we've been on for ages. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the uh, on the Twitter account TWWcast. Um, my apologies if the uh, language is a little bit industrial today, but you know, football yeah, pisses us off but at sh- times. But shit, so. Just just today, it's every <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I think that's every time now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Dave, Ash, um, Simon, thank you so much, and don't forget, uh, Megson's coming in apparently. <laughs> The Wednesday Week Podcast. A strictly unbiased view on Sheffield Wednesday. The world's greatest football club. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.